This is Tom Fox. I would like to welcome you to a five-part podcast series, Smart Automation for Risk Management, sponsored by Lextegrity. In this podcast series, I will be visiting with Art Chanda, founder and CEO, president of Lextegrity, Andy Miller, chief analytic officer at Lextegrity, and Kara Onatatabas, head of product at Lextegrity. Over the series, we will look at the Lextegrity project suite, take a deep dive into continuous risk monitoring, consider pre-approvals and third-party due diligence, and integrations and the user experience. In a special bonus episode, Chanda and I will discuss the Integrity Analytics Collective Initiative started by Lextegrity. In this episode four, I visit with Kara Bonatatabas as we discuss pre-approvals and third parties using the Lextegrity platform and the Lextegrity solution. I know you will enjoy it. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode in our five-part exploration of Lextegrity. And today we have Kara Bonatatabas, who's going to visit with us about pre-approvals, and third-party diligence. Kara, first of all, welcome, and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us today. Thanks so much, Tom. Great to be here. Kara, monitoring is one part, but it's only one part of the risk management life cycle, particularly of, of third parties, but also in the greater management of, uh, of a risk life cycle program. Can you talk a little bit about pre-approval and third-party due diligence monitors that Lextegrity has developed? Absolutely. I'd love to. So we have tried to build the most powerful compliance automation software on the market today. We want our software to be the most business user-friendly solution on the marketplace. I touched on that a little bit in episode one. While we want our compliance officers to have a lot of power in the application, we understand from being former in-house ourselves that the business is often not fond of these types of processes. They view them sometimes as holding things up. So we really looked at the, the question, how do you build a system that's easy to use, intuitive, gets users in and out of the system and gets them the answers they need as quickly as possible? So that was really our primary motivator for us building our software. Uh, maybe because we were often on the receiving end of some of those complaints that I just mentioned from the business when we were in-house. Uh, we, we took those to, to heart. And I think as all of us have mentioned uh, during our conversations with you, Tom, you know, we wanted to build the solutions that we wished we had uh, to use personally or to offer our colleagues when we were in-house. So that's, that's what we've done. First, uh, our platform ideally brings all of your business pre-approvals together in one platform. So business users, users just have to go to one place to interact with a compliance function. Uh, a new employee coming into the company just needs to go and learn one compliance system. Uh, we often see companies are buying a third-party solution, a separate gifts uh, disclosure system, maybe even a separate conflict solution. And we've seen situations where even uh, GRC vendors have different modules that cover all of those processes, but even they don't necessarily talk to one another. Uh, so we want to solve that. Our workflow solution can support, and I'm perhaps not overstating this, a, an infinite 
type of workflow from third-party diligence to conflicts of interest to gift disclosures, antitrust disclosures, sponsorships and donations, and all sorts of specialized workflows for industries. Um, For life sciences in particular, especially since that's where a lot of our experience is, we have an advanced uh, healthcare professional engagements platform. Uh, The list is truly non-exhaustive. You can build workflows unique to your business. Um, And particularly now with COVID and the pandemic, we're seeing more customers take this to heart and automate more and more to make their processes seamless and more efficient. Um, Beyond that, our software works across desktop and mobile, which again, during these times, uh, working on a mobile platform has been a particular uh, big win for our customers. Uh, We also offer our uh, workflows in 14, soon to be 20 languages. Um, And we provide our customers with template content uh, across multiple questionnaires. So we have a library of content that's based on our review of enforcement actions and other public source documents. Uh, They're configurable, so customers can use uh, 100% of our content or they can use 5%, but we find uh, that it helps our customers uh, kind of launch from that a starting place and really accelerates their implementation and rollout of our systems. Uh, so for example, one of our customers, which was a spinoff from a global company, we implemented multiple workflows in over a dozen languages in a hundred countries in less than 90 days, uh, literally standing up brand new technology uh, in a new tech-driven compliance program. So that's what makes our software really powerful and why it's so rewarding to work for Alexegrity. Sarah, are you using data in the pre-approval process as well in a way that companies may not either be using today or even thinking about today? We are. We are using that. First of all, that's a great question, Tom. Um, One of our pillars uh, is to be more data-driven and that does cut across all of our products. Uh, So as I hope uh, it's been clear, we want to be a data-driven uh, tech company and want to differentiate ourselves uh, from other tech vendors in this space. So as you heard it from Andy in episodes uh, two and three about the monitoring solution, but we, ha- we do have that same ethos in our pre-approval workflow. Uh, we have extensive reporting and analytics, which we think is better than any platform out there. Uh, so I encourage any of your listeners to reach out to us to to um, learn more about our solutions, especially if they feel that their reporting uh, is lackluster uh, with respect to their current pre-approval system. But we embed analytics and thresholds directly into the pre-approval process, uh, which provides approvers with data to inform their decisions. So they're not just looking at the information that's provided by the submitter or the requester. They're looking at things like aggregate spend um, or aggregate frequency. How many gifts, for example, has this government official already received? Um, How much has this particular healthcare professional received um, in the context of uh, a meal or a consulting fee? We also, so they're looking at this information, this request, not in a vacuum, um, but, you know, in a context, we also have contextual analytics where we put 
request in context of other similarly situated requests. So both from a recipient perspective, you know, where is this doctor as compared to other doctors who are also receiving meals or uh, consulting fees? Uh, is this an outlier in comparison to those types of data points? Uh, same thing from a recipient perspective. Is this particular, from a submitter perspective, is this particular submitter, uh, have they submitted requests that are kind of outside the norm of people that are in similar positions? Uh, so in, in my former life as an in-house compliance professional, this would have been a game changer from my perspective and have given myself and my colleagues a lot more comfort in decision-making. So Kara, I don't think it's any surprise that everyone knows there's a lot of third-party due diligence uh, platforms, providers, investigators out there. There's lots of approval tools out there. But I was wondering if you could speak how the Lextegrity uh, products and platforms really integrates things in a very different way going forward. Sure. Uh, happy to. Uh, uh, the short answer is I think it uh, channels all of my frustrations <laughs> from uh, my my work as a former in-house uh, compliance professional. So when I was uh, in-house, I was responsible for a third-party due diligence program. I also then was uh, leading an initiative to look at holistic third-party risk management. So I have taken all of that, uh, all of those learnings and all of that frustration of, of trying to get uh, implemented and, you know, sort of the deficiencies in those types of processes and channeled them into our product. So we are focused on providing much greater visibility to users about the population of third parties that exist within the company. Um, sadly, uh, you may be surprised or maybe not uh, that we found that business users, users often don't even know the population of third parties that exist in their company, their region or their market. <laughs> um, you know, and it's something that I've heard regulators talk about at conferences um, and in literature, you know, that that's typically one of the first questions that they ask when there is an issue with a third party is, do you even know your your population of third parties in your company or in the particular market or region that you're responsible for? So we want to make that much more transparent. Um, we obviously feel like there's a significant business value to that as well. Um, you know, you see someone adding a new third party. Um, and either they don't know, um, or maybe both they and their approver don't know that or have no appreciation that there's an existing third party vendor base from which they could have selected a similarly type, uh, similarly situated vendor. So ideally, when you search for a third party, our software will pull from uh, a universe of third parties, uh, you know, ideally we'd like to pull from a vendor master or customer master list, but if not, we, we master our own data within the system. Uh, speaking of mastering data, that's another powerful aspect of our uh, solution where business administrators can master the system data so that uh, they can ensure that it's as clean as possible. So you don't get, you know, Tom Fox Inc., Tom Fox Limited, Tom Fox Corp., um, and then have three three different uh, entities that all essentially are the same entity, um, and and ensure that you really just have one of those in your in your database. 
another key differentiator for us is that we allow for tracking activity at an engagement level. Um, a lot of uh, existing platforms out there just focus strictly on in, in the initial engagement or sort of the higher level uh, you know, master uh, services agreement with a third party, uh, but don't necessarily get down into the granular level at engagement level. So you diligence a third party um, for a particular scope of services for a particular project uh, in a particular country, uh, they come out fine, but then, uh, you know, scope creep happens, more business users or functions start using that same third party, they engage them for some other type of business purpose, they engage them in a different country. So our system allows for seamless vetting of new scopes, uh, new countries, etc., which is, again, something that we haven't really seen managed particularly well in other uh, third party diligence software. Um, we also, one of the most powerful aspects of our solution uh, will be the ability to connect the third party risk data with the, the monitoring application, which you heard Andy speak about um, in episodes two and three, and that will further inform and enhance the risk scoring in the application to really provide true end-to-end -end risk management of your third-party base. Karen, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode, but I hope our listeners will join us for our final episode, our next episode, Integrations and User Experience. But I was wondering before we leave if uh, our listeners wanted any more information on the topics we've addressed in this episode or find out more information about yourself, where could they go? Absolutely. Uh, so they can learn more about Lextegrity in our product suite at lextegrity.com. You can connect with me directly at kbonatatibus at lextegrity.com, or you can find me on LinkedIn. Kara, I look forward to continuing the conversation. Great. Thanks, Tom. Please join us in our next episode where Kara rejoins us to discuss pre-approvals and third-party due diligence. You can learn more about Lextegrity by checking out their website, www.lextegrity.com. I hope you'll join us again for our next episode in this multi-part podcast series, Smart Automation Risk Management, sponsored by Integrity. This special podcast series is a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening and look forward to visiting with you again.